I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Cool kids be like. Chemistry sucks a D. Adults be like physics, honey, not for me. But we're all just alive for a tinty bit, and science is the best way to understand it. Psycho, we show you studies are bang. Psycho, even scientists can be gay. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a sub science here to make things make sense. Oh, what did we learn this week? So. Taking this time off, you know, I just feel like an absolute turd in a toilet when I'm about to say. <laughs> oh, is your what are you doing this week about time off? No, sort of. Mine's well, kind of related to ours as well. What if we found the same study? No, it must be different. It's Ovsdiff. Okay. Well, I mean, not Oz, just like the likelihood is that it is. And okay. if it wasn't, it would be like winning the lottery, except we don't get any money. <laughs> um, just that like, yeah, I've had too much time off and I've just like been in my own thoughts and realized that if I'm ever alone with my thoughts, I spiral into like the most insane thing ever. So I have to figure out how to do that. Is it meditation? <laughs> What's the meditation app that everyone uses? Should they sponsor this? Headspace is one. And there's another one by Sam Harris or something like that. I always hear about Who's those Sam too. Harris? He's just... Tim Ferriss? No, Sam Harris is like, he's a famous like atheist guy but he also does like a lot of meditation well, i don't know much about men him, and meditation like anyway well here you are another I man know. doing meditation i'm not doing meditation i need meditation but i'm not doing it i do yoga does that count Sometimes. yeah yoga's great oh i hate though when they're like get in your head and like be present and then i'm always like i wonder if the person next to me is looking at my butt like i'm never like <laughs> in the right thing okay. um so essentially it's just like a little bit of something that is not necessarily gonna help with the fact that we're all just your study die. or like what you learned you mean it is something that i learned and it didn't help but i'm just gonna say it <laughs> now and i wish i had something that wasn't as like scary oh it's not even that scary it's actually really cool and i bet if you framed it properly from like a scientific oh perspective it would be cool build up i'm nervous it's not that big deal but it's just that from that book that i'm obsessed with by sean carroll Mm-hmm. Um, the big picture, yeah, the big Is picture. I literally was like, the book I'm obsessed with. I can't even think of the. <laughs> that happens title. to me all the time. My I'm brain. like, I love this book and author. What's it called? Who is it? It's just that, like the explanation of how we evolved in the world, and it's not the purpose of life because I don't think that is what I should say, and I need to start figuring out that purpose is different for everyone and I'm going to find my purpose. It is science communication. I need to work again. Um, (laughs) I know this is work, but other than doing this podcast, we have done no work. Um, And so I was just saying that like based on physics, which I do think is in a scary way, the best way to explain why the world and universe works. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know that much about physics, which is like ignorance is bliss, babe. (laughs) but also it's so fascinating and true. And math is this literally the language of the universe, which is, in my opinion, I think I want to know these things because I'm alive right. on this planet and we have rather, the ability to. I'd rather know them. Unravel the truth. Yeah, and I really think it is the truth. Um, and so... Gosh, this build up. <laughs> I'm actually like, what are you about to say? So I was just saying that like, as living organisms that have evolved on this planet, I don't want to say the purpose, but like one of maybe the only reasons we are the way we are is because we are helping the universe go into more disorder. So okay. like entropy... We're like, just like a method by which yes, the universe a method by which the universe can disorder. essentially like tss, like go and like go from a really high order, which was okay. Big Bang, to disorder. We are just helping that happen. Okay. That's the only reason. Interesting. That we like Interesting. <laughs> so I think it's kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> so like I love, I've always been obsessed with entropy ever since I was taught it in grade 11. I remember the exact day, mm. Delta G, that's what it is in oh. the equation. And it's because I think it was one of those moments where I, it all sort of clicked. I was like, this 
makes a lot of sense. And there's always this interesting metaphor that teachers use, which I find sort of confusing, but it's just like an example of how everything's always going to entropy is that if you don't clean your room, like it will get messy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought that that was like not the like best metaphor. The natural metaphor, state but of your room is yeah, to be messy unless you use energy to, to, to clean put it, it up. in, to yeah. clean up, which is true. And so, mm-hmm. but like on an actual like physical, right. like on from the, concept of physics it's much more complex than right that. it's just a good metaphor but it's a good metaphor yeah so but but everything is just going towards chaos and essentially mm-hmm. we're all just chilling out we're all the universe is just chilling out and that's all <laughs> we can know right now what started the big bang okay now that's the only thing i can hold on to because i do not know <laughs> and no one knows but so one i just want to like talk through an example of how this works and okay. so the sun emits a photon right so all right. of the energy that we get is from the sun because we either eat a plant or eat an animal that ate a plant right so the sun emits a photon, which a plant converts into sugar that we will then eventually use as energy. But some of that energy is not in the sugar because it's wasted. It's called, like, it's like no longer useful. It's like heat or mm-hmm. light from like, because you actually see the like plant. part of the reaction, but not contained yes. within. So that energy from the sun is now a, like a little bit less useful okay. in the sugar. Yeah. Then we eat the plant. Let's just say we're vegetarians, which we all should be. No more beef. <laughs> so then we eat the plant and then our body uses that sugar to make ATP which also doesn't have as much useful energy as the sugar. I see. Because so now someone's lost in like the machine, the literal right. friction of the biological molecules in yeah. your body. Like some of it's like lost mm-hmm. in that sense. Mm-hmm. Then we use that ATP to do something like dance. So like right. the, our proteins and muscles use the ATP to literally like actually like cause contractions Activate, that yeah. make us dance. But some's also not useful. There's like noise from your sneakers or mm-hmm. there's like heat from your body or I don't know, maybe dancing isn't useful period. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so essentially it's just that that energy of photon from the sun is being degraded and more entropy is being caused in the universe. Your whole entire life is just doing that over and over and over. And then like you break, die. almost breaking it all down. It's step by step yes. by step, less, like less ordered, each less time. ordered each time. And the energy is essentially going from a more useful ordered st- state mm-hmm. to a less useful, more disordered state. And that drives evolution, that drives your growth, that drives every single thing on the planet. And I don't want to say it's the purpose of life because nihilism will come in and I might spiral away and think that life is meaningless. That's so interesting. We have really cool brains. Poetic naturalism is a form of atheism <laughs> I'm trying to hold on to, which is that you understand that this is true, but there's some things we just don't understand that are like, too complex for us to know and that's what I'm hanging on to right now anyways I'm in the middle of Ted Chang sci-fi books I'm trying to figure out okay, just like wow. sci-fi non-fiction come on Greg figure this out I mean, and I keep being like someone like I guess will tell me the true. meaning of life and someone's gonna tell me what happens after death and every time I find a new book or a new thing that's gonna answer it's like of course they're not gonna answer honey it's the ultimate because question. I don't think there's an answer I know that's not what you want to hear, but I don't think there's like a very specific answer to the meaning of your life. I want to be religious. (laughs) (laughs) Just to have that answer that's like, if you're good, you'll be treated great. Afterlife, basically. Like that's what you want to know. So I think that if... Because that doesn't give your life necessarily meaning or purpose. And I think something that's so scary to me is the concept of thinking that and in the back of your head your whole life never just fully addressing it and then right before you're dying having your doubts all just kind of like have this climactic like wait but I'm actually unsure of my faith I bet dead mm. you know what I mean like that'd be the worst death in mm-hmm. my opinion so I'm like at least happy that while alive or, I'm trying yeah. to figure out but I think that something that I haven't really that I realize work and like purpose is so important is that I haven't had that moment where I look around and I think I honestly think the world is so beautiful I think the fact that we even get 80 years on this planet is like one of the most amazing things in the world and like my relationship (laughs) with my family and like my friends is like the most beautiful thing I can ever imagine like we're so lucky and I feel that way all the time and then when I stopped working and just was left alone for some reason I had a hard time thinking that and everything's just like a gray kind of ashy palette in my brain oh (laughs) oh I mean like that's just probably also part of like a stage of life that we're in like uh, whether it's at the age we're at or just like the part of our I just said I was 30 did you hear that it was gasps across the podcast (laughs) because everyone was like wait I thought he was 23 (laughs) Someone but told yeah. me that the other day. They thought I was young twenties, and I was like, "That is." Oh nice my god, really? Thing. That's like, so are weird. You hitting on yeah, me? Yeah, someone told me I was late, late teens, actually. So that's weird. It's a little bit younger than you, but yeah. Well, it's like, do you want it? That just means they think you're dumb. Every time people like early twenties is perfect because it's like, well, you're smart, you've gone through all your schooling, but you're young in like a beautiful way, but your brain is functioning. Yeah, that's true. If someone says I look like a teen, I'm really like, okay, that's weird. But whenever people like ID me when I'm buying alcohol, I'm like, do you want to make out? Yeah, like, that's honestly, so it's like, hot. thank you yeah. for this moment. My what did you learn this week is fully related. 
and oh. it's about the meaning in our lives. Oh my God, is, it, is it the answer? Oh, I'm it just sitting here with certainly isn't the breath. answer. Oh. Dang, there was something during yours that I wanted to bring up, but I've forgotten, so maybe it'll pop up in a minute. But So mine's an actual study that was done um, looking for what, how we find meaning or purpose in our lives and so most studies in the past there's been like two camps of people who use like positive and negative experiences and figure out how they contribute to your life what like there's been different types of people who research like positive experiences in life and the impact of them and negative experiences in life but they've never really come together and this study ultimately found that negative really negative experiences in your life contribute just as much to your meaning and purpose as really positive experiences in your life. Huh. Um, so wow. it was like, where it says, whereas happiness was positively correlated with the frequency of positive events, obviously you feel happy when you're having positive events, um, meaningfulness was associated with highly negative events as well as, like, so it's just, it kind of gave me solace like, you... like those moments define you. Yeah, like when you're no, going through true. struggle in life, it's hard in the moment, but almost ubiquitously people in retrospect will say, I'm so glad that changed yeah. me as a person. So I actually think that I honestly think that in not working in the privilege and success that we've had in our lives, it's like why I'm probably grappling with this. Like I know totally. it sounds kind of scary. I don't want to like jinx anything, but I just feel so fortunate and so lucky that like that's probably like making it harder for me to find purpose. Like, yeah, you if you're only having like either. Can you break up with me? I, I think, need something <laughs> negative to happen. Well, not necessarily negative. So basically, they found that it's like um, extreme events is what is what impacts your purpose and meaning and it's like the intensity is more important than like they said uh, I forget what the other word was but it's like so obviously if you have like a very neutral safe boredom based life like if we're feeling bored because we were not been doing too much just like having the same experience you're not yeah. really creating that meaning even though a negative experience in the moment can be tough but that's kind of it's interesting because you might be having a neutral experience but it's leading to a negative experience for you yeah. and that you'll actually probably learn yeah. from in the That's future true. you'll be like when I was 30 I went through this time where I was feeling a bit lost and feeling like not sure what the meaning of life was and that kind of led me to search for that and now I distinctly remember that period as being dark yeah even yesterday just like I'm reading the uninhabitable earth and it's just like oh, okay yeah like it's truly horrifying that we're alive right now and that we have to prepare for what's going to happen in our lifetime that I'm like, that's giving me purpose. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, well, I obviously have to think about this all the time. Greta Thunberg's a freaking queen. Yes. But you know what I mean? It's just like, imagine you saw her. Yes. yes Greta Thunberg. Oh my gosh. But, my two understated. But <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I just mean that like, um, whatever. I'm just like, okay, that is true. Like it's when I start to think about negative things that I start to find more purpose, which is probably interesting. Cause a lot of people probably try and think of the positive things in order to find purpose. That's, I don't know. That's a really cool story. Yeah. The last quote I'll give here is from an author who had written about like happiness, um, is he says our addiction to positivity and the pursuit of pleasure is actually making us miserable without some yes. pain we have no <sighs> real way to achieve and appreciate the kind of happiness that is true and transcendent i mean i'm so happy we're talking about instagram today like that whole influencer culture mm -hmm. i can't believe it's still and, happening and just like culture make sure that you being... look at your day and you feel the brightest because feeling <laughs> right will make you bright i'm like every time i see well, that i want to like throw my phone fair but, but i mean I'm we can talk more about this but there's nothing wrong with trying to be happy as well as you can accept but that it's so see-through it's You're so right. see-through like Sometimes, i'm like yeah. i'm like okay give me something tangible or like even post the study yeah. link like also why am i listening to and why are you know? only posting you're never yeah. talking about the negative experience exactly i'm like okay what actually happens in your life wow, you have a not... lot of feels okay, about that yeah, we're gonna get know. into it i, I think yeah. i have a more of an issue with instagram than you even though you don't do i'm it. not the one who yeah, uses it's because i have like a literal <laughs> negative addiction and i'm like oh my god study time study time study time so my first study is called active and passive social media use and symptoms of anxiety use and depressed mood among <laughs> Icelandic oh. adolescents. Oh, love Iceland. I just watched an interview with Yonzi and love him. He's a singer from Ziggurros. Oh, love and Iceland. Bjork is one of my number yeah. ones. So she's obviously not my number one. Can you have more than one number one? Bjork. Yeah, sure. Bjork is That's like telling a friend that they're your best friend and then telling another friend that you're best friend. Yeah, you have more than one best friend. And Bjork is for sure a digital minimalist. <laughs> I don't know that for a fact, but like for sure. Okay, so um, this already sounds like it's going to be bleak. I'm wondering if all our studies Why are do you think be... it's going to be bleak? Because it's about Iceland and they have like No, no, no. Days. Because of it was about like it's the not symptoms bleak. of anxiety oh. use and depressed yeah. mood was the title, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit bleak. Okay, so tell me about it. 
So 93% of adolescents in Iceland use social media. And I was kind of like surprised about that, like 7% that doesn't. Like, True. I mean, that Good seems for them. like, yeah, I'm like, well, wait, I thought it would be 100% at this mm. point. Uh, with 25% reporting using it more than four hours a day. So mm. also then was kind of like, I feel like I use it more than I know that's like pretty low. It feels like, but I feel like Icelandic people—they're on hikes, that's you know. True. They're like making yogurt. They're making skur in their backyard. <laughs> they're like yogurt. they're just like evolved people. Okay. So this is the important part that I think people should take away from. Which after reading this, I was like, Greg, you're going to take away from it. I read this last week. Purely have not, but <laughs> active social media use. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think this is probably getting in line with this digital minimalism yeah. thing. Active social media use is defined as posting photos, mm-hmm. status updates, chatting with people, yeah. putting things out into the world that are based on your worldview and opinion. Okay. So that's obviously like what social media is for a lot of people. Right. And that's So does consumption not fall under that? Like if that you is wanted called to... passive social media use. But what if you like intentionally are going to a friend's page to like look at what they're up to? I mean that is like an interesting arbitrary okay. I'm okay. just trying to like I think okay. you can understand what yeah. I'm trying to say yeah yeah but I mean for going the most part you don't go to, to see a page. friend that seems quite active but okay. you're still not posting anything yeah okay passive social media use is scrolling reposting browsing slash looking at content from others okay so then it is that okay um consuming other people's worldview and there's minimal effort involved okay so those are two types of ways of defining using social yeah. media whereas I hadn't before this thought of right. I, I just thought like, going online if I'm going online to post something thing. but then yeah. I'm scrolling like it's just using social media but no there's yeah. active and there's passive so they made this a specific definition when they went out to study this and they did a questionnaire amongst like so many kids in Iceland to mm-hmm. ask them these types of things so they were 14 to 16 year olds 10,000 people did the questionnaire and 50.3% were girls so it's like a good mix of mm-hmm. everyone And they were asked about, like, social media use, anxiety, depression, home life, etc. So what they found was that more time spent on social media was directly linked to greater symptoms of anxiety and depression overall. Okay, Mm. doi. You know what I mean? It is doi, but it's also not because we don't really acknowledge that in our lives. Yeah. Like, I think we've been hearing it slowly. Like, there have been studies that have come out, but it still is, like, we need to keep hearing that. And knowing that every study after study is finding this. So I guess it's, like, 7% that weren't using it were, like having a They're just gay great. old time just like <laughs> playing in the moss. Right. But passive me- social media use was related to a greater anxiety symptoms than active for both boys and girls and mm. it was pretty drastic. So when oh, they like actually the... started to get into how people were using it, they found that people who were using it passively who mm-hmm. were more likely to go on and just scroll and right. consume were much more anxious wow. and much more actually depressed. That and so sense. if you can manage your social media to make it more active, I'm like, okay, that's something I want to take away. Mm-hmm. And the passive uh, use was actually way worse for girls than for boys like hmm. the people who were using the girls the using it went, passively were much more anxious based on this questionnaire right so i just was like okay i want to hang around <laughs> how to go on social media post something and go on social media see i've thought about that too and then i'm like does that just mean i'm narcissistic because i'm like y'all should be consuming my well, shit but i ain't gonna be looking at but- yours yeah, or okay, then managing being like this is right. me actively on it, and yeah, this is I'm me choosing to, on it, and yeah. I'm not gonna make sure. It's I, like, is there a way to actively be passive? Because I'm like, when I'm making my coffee, I am on that passively, yeah. so passively. I'm just like it's scrolling, like, like night, like mind numbing, like. Bleh. I think this is like an addiction that has. It's not just Instagram because I've gotten rid of Instagram, and I still find ways to be passively numbed by things. Um, which is it's actually the least favorite part for me. It, I know it gives me anxiety when I'm like, I've just wasted 30 minutes yeah. and gotten nothing out of it. Um, yeah. It's so passive because then I think about like when I they've actually read it. an article, that's not passive. You no. actually leave and you feel exhilarated because yeah. like I just learned an actual thing. Like every time you're on Twitter, I never feel like I learned anything. I know someone yelled Sometimes something. Sometimes you might I learn a brief, like a high level, just like this happened. This but happened it'll, be like, it'll be like, okay yeah so some like it's America and another shooting has happened so mm. then I click on that but then I eventually go to an article to actually yeah. understand or I just go guys did you hear that was a bad yeah. shooting what I realized is my fear from leaving social media was that I would feel disconnected maybe that's a little true but anything worth hearing you hear if you oh, read the news if you keep up exactly. with things like, and it's like you probably were more connected to the trees and there's like something the shrubs. there's something addictive about knowing first which I think social media capitalizes on like it's kind of 
you get a thrill when like anything in the world is happening and you get that notification and then you find out about it and you're but like this is no happening one's right now. first no i know but no one's first. i think that's the fear of letting go of social media that you're dis- you're suddenly out of the loop and i think that's why it's hard for some people to let go because you feel disconnected even though it's like it's what the apps are optimizing on is making yeah. you feel that way when you're not actually I don't know. I feel like it totally makes sense to me that passive use is the most dangerous thing. And, and I don't know how to get over that. You can delete social media, but I still found other ways to use. App. Maybe I just need more hardline rules around. I was honestly I waiting for this podcast before I really took to heart in my head this active. No. Wow. I'm making. <laughs> You're like, I'm, I'm going to wait. Fully just <laughs> making just up excuses and speaking it into a microphone and then putting it out in the public. Lies. But I am just like, oh, God. OK, I haven't. Well, there's this weird thing that because we haven't been working. I've in a crazy way like posting on Twitter to me is work because mm-hmm. I picture it as like oh like we're like personalities and we're YouTubers I need to stop rolling my eyes but like like you do know what I mean I'm like I don't when I think oh I want to break I want to not have to post on Twitter but then I'm like Greg you insane person but you're still on Twitter right so it's like no I should have been like if I want to break I should have no I'm you're not you're not I don't believe no I'm not where's my phone I can't find my phone oh how Um, convenient is it not in your pocket yes it is Um, so anyways I just want to not be as passive on my social media okay well, we should try it. I'm going to hold you to that. I think we need to make rules. I think having accountability is like a thing that helps for me yeah. if, with anything. And I realize when I don't have like an accountability partner or uh, just some kind of deadline for anything, it's so easy to slip and fall into this line of like, well, now I just have free time. It's so it's hard so when bad. you have when you and have 15 like, minutes of time. You're like, well, I'm not going to start doing work. I might as well just know. use that well, time to pass. But then it's like people definitely did up. work. You can do a bunch of emails. I remember you like, can read an entire nice article or part yeah, of a book in 15 or just minutes. like. I don't know, 10 it's pages hard. of your book, which is a lot. But even like movies and how it's so sad. I'm like, I have to leave my phone in another room because I can't even freaking watch a movie. I watched this Japanese movie that was really good called Shoplifters. Mm-hmm. And then I went on my phone like near the end. And you didn't see what happened. And then it like the credits started rolling. And then I like saw what happened, but like I was like, okay, yeah, that's what's happening. And then I was like reading reviews after, and they were like, and that ending, how could you not cry? And I was like, oh no, I was on Instagram. <laughs> oh my God. It was awful. Greg. It was truly awful. I, like, I don't want to call you out too hard, but you have an extreme addiction. I know lots of people do, okay, but I think some people might say that that's calling me out really hard. Okay, I'm going to call you out really hard. It's that you are, I mean, it's because I'm with you all the time, but like I see you are very consumed by your phone all the time but then sometimes like, I'm jealous because you make you, you are really funny on your stories and stuff and you're really good at it in a way that's like entertaining okay keep it's going like follow him <laughs> well, watch me please but I haven't but like it doesn't even matter who cares it's like exactly if you want to know what's fleeting it's the fact that 24 hours later it's gone it's <laughs> gone forever I'm like oh wow I'm glad that like someone giggled like I'm not like Bleh. yeah fair okay I'm gonna jump into my study because it yeah, is please. also interestingly about women was yours your, was not just women but you kind of talked about how it was No, like, it was actually like very, uh, very equal. Hashtag. But they I talked spent. about how the harm or the effect on women was stronger on girls. Right? Passive social media use, it's found, had a higher link to anxiety and depression in this study. Yes. Okay. So mine is called selfie harm. Effects on mood and body image in young women. Um, and oh my God, the reason that yeah. they looked into women is because they said that studies like find that women are more likely to use social media and keep up profiles on social media and be active with them. Um, and like you said, maybe more likely to be impacted by their women social media use, use social media more. Yeah. Huh. Um, so it's like uh, for women, it's been found previously that it's more related to social comparison um, and self objectification. So anyway. This study was not necessarily looking at if it's bad for you, but it was trying to understand the difference between if you just, A, don't, I'm going to tell you, there was three different groups. One was like they didn't post anything. One was that they just took one photo in the study and posted online. And the third one was that they were allowed to take as many photos and then pick one and alter it with like um, tuning apps or editing apps and then post it. And it was just wait, wait, to- wait. Okay, so the first group they're testing them actually like sitting down and using. You come media. into the study and you for one group you take a picture and post it to your social media. But you only get one picture and you post it right up and it's like a, a selfie. That's the middle group. What was the it's first about selfies. Group? The first group, they basically gave them like a magazine to read about social media. So they thought the study was still about social media, but it had nothing to do with photos. Okay. And then the third group was that they actually 
also had the chance and the ability to, like, to edit their photos. So the study was really looking at like, does putting time into editing your photos have another more severe effect or whatever? I love scientific studies and I just, I'm like, it's so interesting. Like, I don't know. Okay, yeah. I'm so curious. Um, also interesting, it was um, at York University they did this study. <gasps> Toronto, shut up. Yum, yum, yum. Yes. Drake in the six. I was um, riding through the six <laughs> with my study. So basically like, they use all these different markers and psychological studies to test them before and after to see. And the results were a- any person who took photos and posted them of themselves uh, felt more anxious, less confident, and less physically attractive than the control group. Than the group that was just reading a mag. Yeah, the group that didn't post photo went by posting selfies of yourself. Uh, or uh, yeah, it was selfies. Um, they all had like worse levels, no matter if you were the group that did it just taking one or had an edited version. Um, the biggest decrease in confidence from was from the untouched photo group. Weirdly, oh yeah. So re- I was gonna be like, wouldn't it be yeah. another photo group that's like? Um, but they both were like pretty close. So they said there's no significant yeah. difference. They were. I guess very- that makes sense. You're like, obviously, you're gonna be less anxious about the photo that you alter because you're like, well, that probably looks sicker. Yeah. So overall, having the ability to retake and retouch their selfie to their satisfaction before posting did not mitigate any of the anxiety, which you would think. Like it was about the same. Oh, I thought you just said. Oh, the okay. worst. So group, it it's the not worst worth group in the study. Yeah, they. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you see the charts, they're like pretty similar. The untouched was the most anxious, but then to statistical significance, it wasn't that different. Run that through the stats. Um, so yeah, like it was just interesting to know that. What was the p-value? I'm just kidding. I, 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 <laughs> I'm getting, those I'm parts getting. I like skip when the studies. I'm like, I forget how to do oh, all stats. I always read them to I like try. try and then I sometimes get it. But then I'm like, Greg, are you just like contextualizing this in your own version of mm-hmm. stats? But I think they found that the girls who are women who had a chance to retouch thought they would have been like they seemed more confident. But then in, they also experienced just as much anxiety and confidence decrease. Ultimately, this is and this is worse for women or this is just women. This was just women. But they've okay. done the studies on women knowing yeah, that yeah, other like, studies have found. It said like the- girls of this age group spend five hours a week taking selfies. Wow. Taking selfies, like not using their phones, just like taking what? pictures of themselves. Yeah. Um, and so it's like health professionals should be aware if someone's suffering from anxiety or depression, like this actually may be like, are you spending five or, hours a day? Or just knowing like it's worth like your yeah. doctor or, or therapist knowing. understanding that like, this Social, can be a yes. contributor. This should be a question that your doctor, like, how much do you drink? Mm. How much exercise do you have? How much social media yeah, do you Especially use? if you're like, I'm depressed. That's I'm, why this freaking shit is so important because it's actually like that should be baked into the medical system which I'm sure a lot of doctors are like well I think that's what they're trying using studies like this it's like it's how science reinforcing that this should be part of the conversation for psychologists and shapes society and this Mm -hmm. is where we're at now which is so true oh my god it's probably quite similar for gay men I feel like gay men probably fall into the category. I think of it's women. similar for everyone, but I don't know. I guess there's not been a lol. A study someone somewhere. just like editing, like splicing that. I think gay men fall in the same category as women. Well, <laughs> but actually, I don't in know. many ways, I have maybe. no idea. But I just mean like think about all the thought the gay male. Like think of how many gay hot yeah, snatched men on Instagram about, there are. I don't want to say it's about, but I see lots of hot gay men who are like, yeah, looking great, It's like really endless. Fit. Like whenever I go on my Instagram Explorer page, because my algorithm obviously knows I'm gay because I like follow like Britney Spears. They also <laughs> like, oh. But it's like crazy. I'm like, every time I'm just like, there's this other random gay guy with abs who actually has so many followers mm-hmm. who actually just posts in a Speedo. Like, I'm not I'm judging not it. I'm just surprised that it's like that it can be sustainable for mm-hmm. so many people. I mean, it's like softcore porn. Are people jerking off to it? Probably not, but it's like exhilarating to see someone. It's who's like aspirational. Yeah. 
Um, and even on the other end, it's like, if you're a drag queen, honey, you're going to be facetuning that stuff. You're going to be looking in the snatched as you can. Like, anytime I've done a drag photo, I'm like, and now I have to edit this because I don't want people Whoa, to... Oh, <laughs> your secrets. <laughs> I mean, like, I barely edit them because I'm... No, I'm joking. I definitely do use So how do you like, edit them? Well, there's just facetuning apps and stuff that kind of like... Cause what okay, you don't realize, I really even, need to care about... No, I'm, I'm like trying no. to be like... I'm like, I, I don't really need to understand because sometimes I take selfies and I'm like, cool, and I post it. And well, I'm drag like, makeup is especially like, you don't realize, if you see a drag queen in real life, you can sometimes close up, see that. It's not nearly... It's like meant to be from afar. But isn't that Some every makeup? Yeah, it is. It is. Is that... Okay, but wait, I think having I started makeup drag questions. makeup, I realized I thought I was so bad, but then it's because like you can see yourself close up. And I'm just like, when I sometimes see people with a lot of makeup on... I'm like, is this for the photos that we're going to be taking up? Or is this for like the way, the experience of it in real life? Because sometimes I see people who have so much makeup on that you're I'm like, like up close. Much. It's not like it's too much, but I'm like, okay, obviously you're aware that it looks like your whole face is covered in makeup. Yeah. And I'm just wondering when depends. you do it, are you thinking because the photo is going to look great? Or are you thinking because the people who I interact with in real life are going to think I think I it's both. Great? I think some yeah. people, it, it's a... Uh, or do people like differentiate I think it? it's a cycle right like you probably start when you start out with not that much but over time you start to like enjoy the aesthetic of having like much smoother skin and yeah. having like nice blush and lipstick because you have only mostly done drag and yeah. not gone into public so you're obviously thinking about the way it looks on camera yeah and, and I mean drag makeup is like extreme so you yeah. can like go as far as you want and you're not really being judged because it's like you're supposed to look kind of intense not supposed to but that's one way to do it you're right I but I don't I guess know. like drag queens too. I'm like thinking about Instagram. I'm like, it's so important. So, so but I many... watch, I watch a lot of like YouTube um, beauty vloggers, uh, and many who are men as well. And I think there's there's something to it that's like, they don't mind that they look like that, like because they're like they this think is they my look hobby. Good. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. The, and I'm not saying they don't. I think they look great. I actually think, but s- it's very different. Like the yeah. other day, I actually did try and do just cute boy makeup, and I was like, but I still feel like I look so different. But I think you get used to that. I actually like now if I'm at a gay bar and I see a guy with like some really nice makeup on, I'm like, that's so hot. Like it's like it's true. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, should I be putting on more uh, makeup for you? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like the fact. Like, I'm obviously aware that that guy mm-hmm. that I'm looking at has makeup on, and I think it's so cute mm-hmm. and like so sexy like a level of grooming too that shows that you care about and they obviously look really interesting and cooler than like a different like a random guy with like just no makeup on Mm -hmm. like it makes you like stop and look in a way that like it doesn't when you just have like my weird just like red face (laughs) i really should put makeup on because my face turns so red haven't you ever heard about how like that is like a signal to people like about emotions and authenticity Okay, I know. And it's like, okay, so wow, everyone at this bar knows I'm vulnerable and cute. What if I want to be That's hot? That's great. No, but it's, it's people can what if trust I be you. Hot? Well, you are also hot. No, but that, what? No one's ever said that. Everyone always <laughs> that says I'm cute. That is a bold-faced lie. Okay, babe. fine. Tell everyone, everyone who said I'm hot. <gasps> who said? Like, no one said. I just know what? people so find that, you attractive. No one said. <laughs> I didn't say no one. I'm just like, I know people find you very attractive. I find you very attractive. Oh my God, says who? Just tell me who said that. I always see people at bars. Like, you always <gasps> get hit on. <gasps> Greg, I don't owe. I never get hit on. Where is the lie? Me neither. Why are you saying I get hit on at the bar? Because you have an energy that you give off that's like really confident. That doesn't mean people are hitting on me. It means people won't talk to me. No. I think it's the opposite. What? Because I dance and maybe people we're look just at me. all self-conscious. But I, I think we're self, all self-conscious. I think that you get a lot of attention and people think you're hot. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my god, I'm literally so like like getting turned on <laughs> <laughs> about your own hotness. You're hot too, like, and I think that we no, but just I think aren't... I am more boy. Okay, like wow, get, we're trying to like I talk about Instagram. We're like, you're hot. Am I hot? Am I hot? Are you hot? Uh, you're more boyy. What does that mean? I think that I I also feel that same way. I'm like people call me cute. I don't think I I don't think I read as like sexy at all. Okay, you're literally like this dark, mysterious oh man with the jaw structure God. of a freaking statue. <laughs> no, I think I'm just like a little boy who's like a nice little boy and he's cute, but I don't know how to like be sexy. I'm not sexy. Oh my God, do you think that's personality wise? Like, do you think that even like, like the most. I'm more nervous. Like, I'm anxious. Well, but you don't read as anxious at the bar. You you seem calm, cool, collected because you're just quiet and chilling. Whereas I'm dancing on a table. I really don't know <laughs> if people are looking at me, Mitch, because they think I'm attractive or if they're like, that guy is. Cook, cook, cook. I don't know. Anyway, should we go into our next studies? Yeah, oh my God. I kind of forgot what we were talking about. Well, I was just gazing into your eyes. Okay, guys. Oh, we have to pause to go make out. Um, okay. Uh, I, wa- I always wonder about people listening to this who are like maybe like at- have any 
question if we're gay or not. <laughs> Wait, you think there's people that listen to this that don't know we're gay? Okay, yeah, that's so true. I, okay, I did a comedy show the other night, and I came on stage, and I was like, f- they were playing, like, ACDC, and I was like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, did any of you guys think I was straight? And it was like... <laughs> truly silence i was like anyone and they were just like no and i was like what i literally was just acting so straight so now i'm like okay obviously people heard me talk like my normal self and obviously aren't thinking i'm straight if i can't even convince people when i'm walking up to acdc giving the rock symbol and saying fuck yeah fuck yeah why would they not think i was straight Wait, true. I think you need to like study straight. They were like, we just thought you had like serious problems. Um, (laughs) Anyways, I I don't really know what I was going to say, but I honestly was like, this is such a funny trick. They're going to think I hate See, that's Um, cute. That's hot. That's hot. (laughs) Sam, hot. If you've been listening to the pod for long enough, you know that I once strangled Paris Hilton. No, I shouldn't say strangled. Put my arm around Paris Hilton quite forcefully and said, Sam, hot. And then she said, (laughs) you're hot. (laughs) Wow. That's a really interesting story. <laughs> so this is uh, one of the worst studies I've ever read in my entire life. Oh. So it's called Left Cheek Poses Garner More Likes. Oh, my God. I saw that when I was looking through. <laughs> the effect pose orientation on Instagram engagement. Honestly, when I read this, I was just like, whoever made the study is just like trying to get their PhD and just were like, okay. <laughs> I want to use Instagram. such an easy study. I literally hate the study. Um, no, okay, wait. Hate is a strong word and like, what They put doing? time and work into yeah, it. Yeah, I know, but not that much time. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> so past studies have hinted that the left side of faces, there's a bias towards That's them. actually the side that I think is my better side. Okay, because you obviously like read this, you little no, stage No, 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 no. It's because my hair swoops that way. So it's like, I don't like the way the other side of my face wait. looks. Okay, but I like I yeah. So I, my hair swoops the same way your hair swoops. Yeah, I wonder if that's. But uh, I don't like the left side because then there's less hair covering. I like the right side because then my hair is covering uh, my forehead more because my forehead's the size of a billboard and Nike <laughs> could charge money and I would advertise on my forehead. That's not true. So you like that your bigger forehead? You like bigger? Well, I don't forehead. like my bigger forehead. I find my hair looks dumber on this side. Like it kind of like. It just looks messier when I see myself, and I I don't know why. So you like the okay? So I like the, it like the parted side where it looks a little more groomed, and on this side it's just like it looks like it didn't come together properly. Okay, side note: all men have swooshed hair now. Remember when it was straight up with gel? So oh, I loved that look. I know, me too. But then when I look at photos of me, I was like, I'm like, ew. Um, okay, so <laughs> this is a very easy study to do. So what they did is they took the top twenty single user Instagram accounts. So mm. Also, even that, I'm like top twenty for building an algorithm. Do top twenty thousand? Like, yeah, is that why? like Kim Kardashian? Literally, it was Kim K, Kylie K, Nikki, Rihanna, which oh. is kind of awesome. Okay, That's but like, I mean. you're right. This, this is, is literally me when I was like a little party kid in my science degree, being like, "Yeah, sure, I'll do this study." Yeah, I'll study <laughs> like, like I'm the literal study Rihanna's queens. Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I don't. I didn't like want to drag whoever did this because I didn't. But I'm like, maybe it's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then the number of likes and comments were tallied, and then they just decided which way Rihanna's face was facing. Oh. And there was a 10% increase in likes in those who were showing their left cheek. Oh, it's wow, okay. real. Cool. I mean, just it's not like you shouldn't say it like science. It's just like there was a 10% increase. Mm-hmm. And the discussion... <laughs> <laughs> had very hard time trying to like do the whole point like how does this help the world you know how oh. it's like or it's like what's next right. it was like <laughs> oh god <laughs> like you know, you know at the end of every study they're like okay so this was the flaw right. this is like and, why like, this is important this, yeah. this is where we take this it truly just ended it was like so so kim k if so you're listening interesting <laughs> kim k rihanna you want to hit those likes you want to get those comments but anyways there's a 10 percent increase huh. in the left cheek so if you're out there and you're really trying to decide which photo to buzz just go with left cheek science size might do a little bit better I wonder why. I wonder if the, I wonder if it extends beyond that to like some evolutionary reason why the left side. I don't even, if oh. it was outside of Instagram, if it was just like in photos generally, did like people back prefer in the day, left face? Like when the hunter gatherers would go be shocked towards the right, you'd be like, yeah, that's a strong I don't know. man. You're right. That's no, there's so nothing. Like, I mean, I it don't I, like. We can. But is it like because more people are right-handed, the left side of the face is like, like cuter? Turn to the right more. I or maybe know. like the sun aging is more likely to happen on one side of the face, and so the other side is like actually looks like younger. But none of those make sense. To I me. don't know. That's the thing. That's what. That's the future discussion of this study yeah lol the meaning of life it's being actually left in Instagram. learning it's deep down trying to hit the evolutionary reason why left faces are better didn't wasn't it barbara streisand who had a favorite side of her face 
and it was the yeah. left side. It's called the Streisand effect when she uh, didn't want people to look like take pictures and share them of that. And then it's like when someone doesn't want a photo to be shared and then it becomes extra popular because like or not even just a photo If someone's trying to oppress or repress like the release of something and it goes viral. That's called the Streisand effect. Wow. Because I think she didn't want some certain photos. She or was on to something according to the study. I'm surprised they didn't quote her in it. Also for young people out there. <laughs> I don't Barbara know if it was Streisand. her left face. It might have been her right side. I don't no, know. it was her left because I oh. remember Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, like switched, switched her whole for set her. before <laughs> Barbara Streisand because she loved her. And like her mom had died. And then she like talked about how it was so meaningful and she cried. Oh. And I was like, I love Rosie O'Donnell. Donald Trump is a huge issue in my life. Okay. Rosie O'Donnell and Barbara Streisand explain explain them to our younger audience. Barbara Streisand. Well, Barbara Streisand's even like kind of before our time too. I mean, we loved her because I think our our parents' generation was like Barbara. Streisand. And she had to do it with Celine Dion that I. Oh, that's why. No, she was just like a hugely famous singer. And she's such a good actress too, right? Yeah, she has she's like iconic. Oscars, and she but I don't know that much about has her. Has a mall in her basement, apparently. That's and then weird. Rosie O'Donnell is the best talk show host of all time <laughs> because she not only was she an activist, she was always on top of pop culture, a great interviewer. She would get to, she was entertaining. She was hilarious. She was light. She was just sort of like effervescent, but then also when needed to, she was like on it when it came to politics. Totally. She was on it. She's a she queer freaking yeah, icon. And she was like, yeah, she was queer from so long ago openly. It's amazing. Like she came out so long ago when it would have been so much harder. But even when she wasn't out, because she wasn't out throughout her whole entire show. Oh, it had a I queer lens. Oh, no, it didn't. I thought people she, maybe kind of knew, but maybe she wasn't. No, new. no, they oh, didn't. Oh, never mind. Like, she, like, but, but it, she it didn't, she wasn't not herself. Right. She had such a, like, queer lens. Yeah. But she really had this obsession with Tom Cruise. Yeah, this and Colby gonna, from Survivor. And Colby <laughs> from Survivor, who was so hot, I still think about it. And every now and then when you're like, Survivor's stupid, I'm like, well, Rosie O'Donnell thought was it was obsessed. the best show in the world. Also, and she hosted the reunion. brought <laughs> Harry Potter to the cultural zeitgeist of And Spring Awakening. It's like, okay. And The Lion King musical. And every musical and she yeah. like saved New York or something <laughs> but but she always was obsessed with Tom Cruise and she had this little button on her thing that she mm-hmm. clicked it and would go Tommy can you hear me and it was so <laughs> cute but obviously people were kind of like was that you being clo- like closeted <laughs> because uh, like you were so right. obsessed and he was like the quote unquote she, beard that you would say for a game yeah and then after she came out she said no, he is just an example of someone who I would want to just mow my lawn and bring me lemonade. Mm. And the last episode of the Rosie O'Donnell show of all time, it ends, it cuts to black. And then all of a sudden it comes back and Tom Cruise is mowing a lawn and walks up to the camera and ha- and goes, here's your oh, lemonade, Rosie. that's very cute. Isn't that cute? Because it's like acknowledging her <laughs> queerness. And I'm it's just like, laughing because I'm like, what's this podcast <laughs> <laughs> Is a very <laughs> important way of looking at science through a different lens that isn't just a guy with a monotonous Trip. voice going and the blah blah blah. No offense, place other podcasts mm-hmm. here. Okay, I don't need to drag anyone. No, no, but it's just a different. Edit that angle. out. I love when people have actual producers. Yeah, and they like, go, edit that out. I'm like, like who we are we have talking to? to? <laughs> Should we edit that out? <laughs> we can do it ourselves. Um, <sighs> that was a nice little side note, Greg. That was nice. I feel like crying. One last thing about Rosie. Greg had never seen the movie Now and Then, which she is a star in. I know, because my parents like so never weird. let me watch. Okay, I always dragged them so hard. They let me watch movies, but it was not like we watched. It's we a great weren't, film. Yeah, and I was like, why wouldn't you let me watch that? Rosie was in it. And you know how much we all loved Rosie. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go into my last study. You're right. What is this about? I'm so excited. Okay, let's pass yeah, it's like, is, How's the format working for it's everyone? It's called Side here? Note. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just actually curious at this point. Is, is everyone like, what the hell is going on? Or you're like, no, this is cool. I like when you guys like intermix studies with whatever. Just be honest. Everyone has skipped the podcast at this point that no one's listening to this <laughs> Just let us know if I'm you're kidding. here. We're, someone's got to be here. Okay. I absolutely hate the title of my next one. Like, I can't believe studies can actually get away with calling themselves things like okay, because it's not catchy. No, because they're okay. Maybe it's actually nice that they're trying to not be boring. It's yeah. called "Check Your Selfie Before You Wreck Your Selfie." Okay, no, Ow. <laughs> I just I just fall on my face. Personality okay, so, ratings of yeah. Instagram users as a function of self-image posts. So there's the science, title. right? But they had to like put the little twang in there. It is really funny because we live what in does a twang. Mean. <laughs> Twang? I was like, did I just say a word for penis? No, twang. No, you said wang. Oh, wang is penis. Okay, but twang is like a little like pizzazz, right? Twang to me is like a guy with overalls and a bit of like a husk coming out of it, like chewing in his teeth. And he's like, oh, you know, 
Got a, got a little bit of twang on the guitar. Okay. Country person. Oh, twang. Okay, twang is country. Country twang. This is a very country um, article. So definitely that word makes perfect sense here. Um, so this study was basically looking about the... Basically. <laughs> okay, we need to We need, we need to, to end this podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'm starving. I'm shaking. I don't know what's happening. Um, it was just like looking at the perception. I haven't hit record. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. OMG. I actually was like, barf, I'm going home. Okay. Um, it's all about the perception. So less about like the impacts on you and about how people see your posts. And in particular, the view of selfies versus what they called posies. <laughs> oh, okay. And a posy I thought was just called a photograph. <laughs> like when someone takes a picture of you versus you taking it of yourself. So what is a posy? A posy is just like instead of you taking a selfie, you give the phone to someone else and they take the picture. Okay, this I actually am into that catching on. <laughs> posy. Um, excuse me, can you take my phone? I need you to take a posy. <laughs> <laughs> like as this goes on, we're getting more crazy. Um, not so surprisingly, or maybe it's surprisingly, they found that like they basically had two groups of students: one who like had gave permission to take their thirty most recent photos and analyze them and code them and stuff to figure uh, figure danger. out the environment, figure out like what the angle was, what the lighting was, if there was a selfie or a posy. Like, These are all nudes, and they found that re- like regardless of their environment, um, people who took posies <laughs> instead of in- instead of um, uh, selfies, selfies were viewed as being higher in self esteem, more adventurous, less lonely, more out going more dependable more successful and having the potential for being a good friend okay take more poses (laughs) yeah whereas the inverse was true if you took selfies you were seen like basically less likable less successful more insecure i guess like because oh my god you're only doing posies for me from now on (laughs) because then it shows that you like have have friends but the interesting part was it then they tried to take that and study that further and be like, is it true? People who take more selfies, are they less likely to be confident? Are they less? And they oh couldn't find any correlation. Okay. So it was all about the perception is that even if it might not be true, the viewers are seeing people who take selfies as kind of like more negatively. You don't even need friends to do this. You just put a timer on your phone, get the best prop up. My friend Mark Ferkel, shout out. Uh, <laughs> sexy underscore gal 69 on Instagram. Actually famously deleted Instagram. Wow. Wow. He knew Digital it. He knew it ahead of time. Yeah. But it's like, he is so good whenever we're anywhere and we want to take a photo. He never, ever thinks about a selfie. He goes, he he like immediately here. goes to the tree and starts figuring out how to prop it on the tree. And it's like, he takes the most amazing photos. I think selfies are cute sometimes. So I but I'm know. like, but here we go. We, what posies. if it's a selfie I like with posies. two people? You know what I mean? Like, what if we're in a selfie together? It's still like, you know what? You need a third friend to get it. That should be a posy. <laughs> But then it's like, yeah, so I guess the lesson is carry a friggin' tripod with you and just trick people yeah. into thinking you have friends. No, seriously. <laughs> but I love, posies needs to catch on. I love that we are in that <laughs> world and it's literally our job, but it's like obviously scientists are realizing like we need to make people actually able to understand what we're doing. That's a huge issue with the science community and it's so funny how someone probably felt posy <laughs> thought for so long about how they were going to make the catchiest title. And I am not, I think posy is really interesting and funny. <laughs> It is. I didn't know that was. I think that's like a technical term for it. I don't know if they made it up. I, mean, I feel impossible. like they did. I think that they were giggling. They were like, we need a word for this. It's called posies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where you. I don't know. I mean, Parker okay. posies. Why don't okay. we have a little like wrap up here? Okay. Okay. We need to wrap this up. <laughs> okay. Maybe there's a little jingle. Um, I am very aware through studies that I need to stop being so passive in my social media. I think that's honestly the best takeaway from these studies is that you can, you can take things from if you go on intentionally to be like, Hey, even if I, I think, Separate from when you said active is only posting. I think if you go like, hey, I actually want to spend 15 minutes and look at what my friends are up to, see what like the news things I follow are doing and give yourself time limits. To me, that's like intentional versus like, oh, I'm kind of bored. I'm just going to flip it open. I think that's a better way to use it. I think a lot of social media is aspirational for a lot of people, especially young people. Like we have the opportunity. We have the gorgeous opportunity to go to something (laughs) called VidCon, which we should definitely do an episode about. And so it's a convention of YouTubers, Instagrammers, now TikTokers. And <laughs> essentially, you realize all these young people are there as an opportunity to learn. Like, they want to be around their favorite YouTubers, but they're mm-hmm. also trying it themselves. They want to be YouTubers themselves. Yeah, and I yeah. think a lot of young people use social media because it's actually, like, who knows? It mm-hmm. could become something that they actually Turns build their life around. Yeah. So I think that's also fits into the active versus passive. Right. Sure. You need to be a passive, like, 
person on social media to learn how the trends work and stuff, but be conscious about that. But it's being active on social media that will also allow you to essentially potentially become successful. And if you are aspirational on social media, be more active because that's also the part that's going to make you and and just be aware if you are like think you're suffering from anxiety or depression or having those emotions like social media can exasperate that and don't be afraid to talk to your doctor about this too right like the doctors i hopefully will become more and more trained and and just know yeah like i think it's important to realize that it uh, while it can give you great things i'm sure even though we haven't really highlighted them in this episode like it can be cause for negative reaction in life negative well no we have like highlighted i want to go back to what active social media use is it is posting photos, status updates, chatting, putting things out into the world that are based on your worldview mm-hmm. and opinions. Like, like sharing your, that is your, important. If you yeah. feel a certain way, like it's all the world. Yeah, like the mm-hmm. world is allowed to know that it's interesting. People might feel heard. Like there are beautiful aspects of it, but those beautiful aspects for you aren't going to be from when you're just consuming things passively. True. Okay. Well, so Greg, do you think you're actually going okay, so to give up anything? Okay, so I give you full permission to slap my phone square you out of my do hands. do not. I know, I would literally slap it I in try the face. that sometimes. But I'm like, okay, I know. Next pod, I'm going to tell you about my results. And we'll see if you have been using it less, you mean? Yeah. You think you, would you delete the apps or you think you're just going to try and use them less? I think I'm going to try and use them less. That's when I know it will happen. So I need to delete them. You don't have to, but what I mean is, even for myself, the apps are so good at making you want to. I know they're evil. I know. (sighs) Wow. For those of you still listening, (laughs) we seriously are looking down the barrel of your eye sockets right now and saying we love you. (laughs) And make sure that you have hit subscribe on that frickin' wherever you got your podcast. Okay, Mm -hmm. I haven't done this in long enough. What do you say? We say, like, uh, use the hashtag signuppodcast to let us know what you think about Instagram and stuff. And then you can follow us. On social media? Yeah. Isn't that okay. evil? I've just been like telling you how bad it is. You don't have to do it on know Instagram. What? You, and know what? You actually don't even have to do it this time. You just don't have to do it this time. Don't okay. even do it. Don't. No, but you can if you want. You can. And we will read it, but, but you don't have to. It doesn't help any of us. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no, because God. that's active. They're active. going to tell us, and then we're going to be the ones who have to suffer and passively consume. Yes, but then we're going to turn it into another podcast No, no, section. but we're going to do it active because we're going to then talk about their exactly. tweet to wow. back to them. Isn't this beautiful? We're all actively social mediaing. Okay, so the end of this, the, the takeaway is social media is amazing. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.